Hello. What's up? What's up? Uh, I think we're set. Let's see. Are you here? upstairs? Yeah, I am upstairs. Um, let's see. Let's start off with. Oh, I have to. I have to um, apologize for last episode. So I lied to you. Um. Because <laughs> I did it again this past weekend. Um, so you were saying, let's see, remember the body wash situation? Yeah. Last week. Um, ah, what was it? You were asking me, have I ever used your body wash? And I was like, no. But I was like, I have. <laughs> That's so <laughs> petty to lie. That's so funny to lie. I know. That's why I was like, why did I lie about that? <laughs> but it was like no more than 20 times. No more than 20 times. <laughs> 20 times. And I only use it once, a shower. And I have an explanation because when you were like gone in the summers, there was a whole body wash in the shower. So <laughs> what did you he expect said, me to do? <laughs> he, he said, Target, he said, I ain't going to go spend that three ninety nine. Well, because, like, there were times where I was, like, I would run out of body wash, and then I would just, like, I don't know what to do. Either use shampoo as body wash or just, gosh, this real quick. And because I used it again this past weekend, I was like, I really did it again. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> it looked familiar. All right, just 21 times. That's it. I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. This dude, this dude really just I just committed murder 21 times. I'm done now. This is 21 times. That's it. No more. But, yeah. I was, I was like, listening why, back, I was like, why did I lie about that? I was wondering why I smell so so familiar in the shower. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, wait a minute. I know this scent. Yeah. Um, all right. It's the Shy Five Podcast episode 64 get air horn oh no that's wrong never mind uh failed uh let's see uh shout to spotify apple not soundcloud um got josh in the building what's up wait, wait, wait hold on why are you hating on soundcloud because they make you pay um to upload a lot of content yeah i'm not paying soundcloud like <laughs> i'm not they like you have to pay you have to start paying on soundcloud when it, when you reach more than three hours mm-hmm. and so perfect it's perfect for music but like podcasts that's three pod that's like five podcast episodes and so i'm not and no one goes to soundcloud anymore for podcasts so yeah. Uh, what you been up to? Uh, this week has been my recovery week. I've just been, <laughs> been chilling. Um, well, in other news, it's been a lot of racism. <laughs> yeah. <streets. laughs> well, um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, looking at Minneapolis in a new light. Um, I always snowed there. Um, but yeah, uh, RIP George Floyd, 
Do you have any initial reactions? Did you see this morning that they arrested three or four CNN crew members? Uh, I saw something about that. Yeah, like they were just like reporting like this morning. It was about mm, five, ten our time. And they were just like doing their job. And they're like, you know, the police were standing right in front of them because the streets were blocked off. And yeah. he was like, okay, if y'all don't want me to like, you know, give my reporting here, like I still have to do my job. Like tell me where I can go and yeah. I will do my, do my job. And so when he was asking me, he kept asking repeatedly. They arrested him. They arrested the initial reporter, the two cameramen, and the producer. So weird. Um, my, you yeah. asked me my reaction of George Floyd. Um, honestly, it's sad to say, but I've become so numb to it. Like it just oh, yeah. happens. It happens almost every month now, and it's like sad. Like that's the reality we live in, and. I hear people complaining about these rioters and these protesters, but these are the same people that were at the Capitol in Michigan last month. They were like, open up our country, and they have like the same guns, but it's just like when somebody else does it, they don't like it. So it's like it's a double standard. Was that Detroit? And, yeah, it was, in, it was in Detroit. They went to the Capitol, and they had like oh. gun Capitol, and they were like, open up our country, it's time. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, but also it's just like, I mean, like, what can you really do as a black human being without always being in the scope of something? Like, people don't mind their business anymore. Like, yeah. probably, like you remember the guy, um, he was just like, hey, man, like, put your dog on a leash in Central Park. And yeah. she, called, she called the police. And I was like, <laughs> he was just trying to help you. Like, I don't, I don't understand this. It's always like, we're a burden to them or we're at the wrong place at the wrong time. It's like, no, you have a bad attitude. You have a bad worldview and it's your fault and if you these people that are sitting on the sideline they're just like oh we can't say everything's about like black and white it's not about racist like okay then what else is it mm-hmm. yeah it's like i guess it just gets like frustrating because like i had a conversation with felix the other day and yeah. i was like you no know, like felix wants to go to law school so i was like you want to be a lawyer it's going to take you what seven years to do that you know, four years of a bachelor's degree, three years of law school, passed the bar exam. I was like, but these police officers, they can go through two months of academy and they can get a, a gun, and a badge, and like they can be set. It's like, obviously something needs to be retaught. Like there needs to be some more intensive training. There needs to be some more intensive background checks, some more intensive mental health issues that need to be screened before somebody becomes a police officer. Yeah, like, especially like the... I mean, I know a lot of them are very uh, war-oriented, like PTSD mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, they come, they come from the military. I, I wonder what the percentage of, like, veterans are police officers. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, the target thing, I... <laughs> I completely just missed out. I, I didn't even, I wasn't even on Twitter. I went to sleep like super early that night. And then I heard my dad was like, my dad was like, yeah, they like raided Target. And I was like, what? So I like got on Twitter at like noon the next day. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was just blown away by everything. Um, but uh, let's see. What was going to say? Oh, I mean like a big quote. One second. Um, yeah, the numb part of it. Yeah, it's getting to that point 
And I think it's getting to the point where it's like, oh, well, if they're not going to do anything about it, then all right, time to go take crazy. Yeah, take, um, take your own hands. I saw something was like, I was like, uh, MLK has left the chat. Malcolm X has entered the chat. Yeah. I mean. I mean, but like, if you think about it, like, although I don't necessarily like agree, like, you know, like tearing up a target or like they robbed, <laughs> a, bank, they robbed a bank last night and like stuff like that. But like, if you think about it from a historical stance, peaceful protests, they've worked, but the most protests that have worked have been semi-violent, like the Boston yeah. Tea Party. Uh, you know, the civil rights when they were like, you know, throwing fires and buildings and stuff like that. It's like, okay, if our government and our society isn't going to make changes, we're going to take matters into our own hands. And now the Department of Justice, Mother Miller, all right, we're making George Floyd like a top yeah. priority. They're tired of people. Did you see what, well, first of all, did you see what Donald Trump tweeted out last night? Uh, not officially. What do you say? Thugs okay. or something? It's all thugs. He said, yeah, he did say thugs in there, but. There's a quote in there, and it's from um, I forgot what where it's from, but it's like uh, he's basically sending the military down to Minneapolis, which I expected. But yeah. it was like it was like uh, once the thugs start looting, we start shooting. Mm. Man, um, so, so basically, he's like they pulling up to kill. They wow. pulling up to murder. Um, I mean. I guess that's one way to stop looting. I mean, half of it is just, it's like half a protest and then you, you know, half of them are just like goofballs or just like trying to. They're just, just literally, they, they sent the, they sent the text, where you at? They said with them. Yeah, they, that's. They said, okay, okay, I'll be there, I'll be there. So like, you know, different sides look at different things um, towards that. Um, so have the, Original policemen like been arrested? Like not to, not not to my knowledge. They just been meaning like are they like in a area like a police like they have to be like are they at home chilling right now well, or are they just like under what do you call it? Um, you talking about administrative leave? You talking about administrative leave? Uh, no, just like. They're not behind bars, but they're just like being watched or like they're being monitored. You talking about like being bonded out, like they're like got like an ankle monitor or something? Or? I guess, yeah. Any type no, of surveillance. So, so like as of yesterday, there were still no charges to the police officers. They're just at oh. home. And the Minneapolis Police Department have been protecting the home of these um, individual officers. Mm, okay. Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, the kneeling thing, I was kind of been hearing things like, so I, so it's a tactic apparently to kneel, like to put your knee in the back of someone, like lightly. Have you, yeah. did you hear about that? And so, yeah, this one's just straight up in the neck. Um, yeah, he, he kind of thought he could kind of get away with it, but there's cameras, so I'm like, come on. Like, you know, um, let's see. Um, did they do anything last night? Like riding or? Oh yeah. They burned up the police precinct last night. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, the precinct. What is what is that technically? Yes. What is what is that technically? Like, like? So like a precinct is like where you would go to like report a crime or like the police headquarters. Like Oh, like it's the actual headquarters. Yeah, so it's like every like right. every area in the city has a certain precinct and so like they went to go burn up one of the precincts. Man. Um yeah, with the whole numb part of it, um, yeah, that's a horrible feeling to have when you have in like in these type of situations. Um, and I, I mean, there's, eh, let's see, a quote, not a quote, but like, I. What do you call it? A wording, a phrase. There we go. A phrase that I've always kind of thought about that is extremely true is like, um, you know, racism isn't relevant for like, you know, it's very current for the past. Like, it was still a thing 50 years, six years ago. But like now it's being recorded, you know, now it's being caught easily. Anyone has access to like recording footage and all that, you know? So it's it's easy to catch someone doing bad things. So I'm always like, racism never came back. It's just it's just been there, you know. Yes. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's still around. Uh, what is what does I mean? You don't have to, but what's your mom? or parents or old generation think about it? I mean, they're obviously upset and they are like, you know, now basically what you said, like it's more like prevalent because it can be recorded, but it was like, people think like this is like brand new or like it like died and came back. Like this is just, exactly. it's just been, what, we, what they like to call it is just like under the bus racism. So like, you know, like in America, like compared to China, China, you can go over there and they'll be like, you can't get into this establishment because you're black. Still. Yeah. So, like here in America, it's like under the bus. It's like, okay, I'll be nice to you to your face. So as soon as you leave, I'm talking to my son and be like, why'd you bring that black person to my house? Like, blah 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 blah. But like now, authorities that that are supposed to help protect us and serve for us are not taking advantage of us and taking matters into their own hands and their own jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're like, you know, the only way that you do this as one, you have to have more black police officers, more diverse in the police workforce. And like, they were like, I don't agree with them burning up the target, but it's just like, nothing's getting done. So like, you kind of have to result to something new in order to get that attention and get that voice that hasn't always been heard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like they're having a protest here in Houston this morning, started at nine o'clock. Oh, huh. yep. I hope they ain't burning up nothing, but we'll see. <laughs> see, that, a morning riot's interesting. A morning riot, yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah, you brought up something that is an extreme idea, but like, you know, just shoot it out there. I've I, I've seen this a handful of times, of like. A situation maybe of having set 
maybe black police officers going into majority black neighborhoods. Yeah. What have you thought about that idea? Like, I think, okay, so like, at the end of the day, like, uh, it's just human nature and it's not nothing like racist or like sinful or anything. It's just like, you often feel more comfortable with more people that you see that look like you. Yeah. So like, it's just like a natural like fact. So I think that if you had more representation, like more black police officers in predominantly black neighborhoods or Hispanic neighborhoods or just in general, I feel like people will become a little more trusting of the police force because, you know, police officers have always been looked at as like that old white guy that wants to, you know, like get the black man. He's out there to get me. He's out there to stick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's so like, if you have somebody who is younger or just black in general, like you'd be like, okay, like, I'm more willing to talk and like trust that person. And then the relationship will be able to build and we'll be able to bridge this gigantic gap we have now. Cause right now the African-American community does not trust police officers. Like, we're teaching our kids, like, hey, like, if you get stopped 10 and 2, um, like, I've been taught now, and I'm guilty of it, I don't do it. Like, put my wallet in the, the cup holder so, like, I don't have to, like, reach for anything. Ask for permission to reach across into my glove box to get, like, the insurance. Like, no sudden movements. Like, yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Like, you know, yeah. you're, like, white people and, like, other people groups aren't taught that way, but we're taught to, like, get out of that traffic stop alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no other choice, I feel like. But, yeah. Yeah, like, take every precaution. I've always heard the whole, or, like, have your wallet and keys in your hand and have yeah. it tend to. Right. Thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that's the only, like, that. that's the most safest Thing you can do right because like you know like there's been incidents like uh i can't remember the names but there was that guy um he the officer asked for his like license registration he went to go reach in his pocket because most normal human beings keep their wallet mm-hmm. in their pocket and the police officer shot him point blank yeah like it's almost like they're looking for a reason to kill you instead of like to help you they're looking for a reason to kill you yeah um do you feel like you know a lot of people like to you know blame this administration for kind of encouraging this kind of behavior like prime example remember in charlottesville when the uh the white radical group came out and trump refused to condemn them he was like you know like i see both sides do you feel like this administration kind of brought out those people that were secretly in the backwoods and now they kind of have like a supporter because like he doesn't necessarily condemn mm-hmm. their act. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, it's just a comfort level that I don't even know how to describe these people. They're just, they, I just always picture like redneck ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would say like the, this administration has made it more comfortable for, uh, these type of people to do these actions because, mm-hmm. you know, Trump's a very pro military, pro blue police, which is, it's cool. 
Um, mm. But there's always going to be cons in that. They get too comfortable. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, you can have, it's cool to have a president support your work, but don't get too like comfortable with things. You have to like, yeah. And um, yeah. And like Trump's never like, like, let's say Obama or Bush, I feel like more, they would be ext- more extremely like passionate about like <laughs> social issues. Um, yeah. Trump lacks that. Yeah. Um, he'll send out a couple tweets and call it a day. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely like made it more comfortable for this type of action. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, do you think that? Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. Cause it's like back to like his Twitter post last night, like about the thugs. It was like, okay, like, you can speak out on that, but you couldn't speak out, like, in Charlottesville and the, the white radical members were out there, you know, with their pitchforks and, like, all that stuff. It's just, like, what's, like, the – what's the big difference? It's yeah. like, why can't, why can't you speak on both? He'll – I mean, I think – well, he did send one, but it wasn't, like – I think he did send, like, some tweet about Charlottesville, but it wasn't, like, oh, this is bad. It was, like, oh, this is whack. And, you know, it's, like, oh, y'all shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. you know next like so um like uh yeah i mean i feel like if i mean this is like just the lack of his presidentialness which is expected um but like or i feel like obama or bush or would i feel like they would be visiting minneapolis for like a couple of days um but I don't think Trump's making any Minnesota visits anytime no, he soon. He probably get he probably get capped if he landed. In <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's just the personality of these presidents. Um, because it, you know, people like to identify with presidents. They like to sit through them in a weird way, and it's like. Oh, if he supports this, then it's 100% good, you know. Um, and, yeah, that goes for every prez. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is getting a little spicy now. Um, all types and of videos and coming a, out. And it's in the middle of a pandemic. Like, yeah. People are in the middle of, like, a pandemic. So I'm just like, oh, gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's about to get a little wild out here. Um, everybody's gonna have videos. Um, yeah, it's gonna get some '90s, early '90s LA riots vibes. Ron, Ronnie King. Yeah, that's literally yeah, what I thought. Of. It's kind of. I mean, so the thing about it, we've had two in a month of like straight up, that's wrong video. Right. Like hundred percent. Like that's not cool like that's not legal you know with the whole like you know uh other uh like the two of these were absolute it wasn't like the Trayvons or the there's a couple where it was like oh this could have happened there was no video there's no surveillance so we got we don't know absolutely yeah right so it's like these are no of like straight up right and wrong things 
there's no like speculation. There's no like, well, also what bothers me is like when something like this happens, like George Floyd is like, well, what did he do to like provoke that officer? It's like, we've watched the whole video. Like he came out of his car, they put him in cuffs, they walked him back to the squat car, they placed him on the ground. And basically he just put his knee right in that man's neck. And I've heard people talking about he said he can't breathe, so obviously he can breathe that so he can talk. And I'm just like, are you really making up this narrative right now? That's weird. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a weird, yeah, it's going to be a crazy rest of the year. I don't think it's going to stop. I mean, everything's going to be even more hyper sensitive. So, um, yeah, it's going to be kind of crazy here. Um, I feel like, let's see, maybe, hmm, I'm trying to figure things out. What am I trying to say? Maybe camera or having cameras inside the car or like just, well, that doesn't even work. Never mind. Let me just stop um do you think you know racism happens like i think it happens but like outside the u.s yeah okay yeah 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 that's one but it's kind of like people kind of don't think that people are like oh look at canada look at mexico look at i think it's just everywhere (laughs) like what people don't realize is like obviously there's exceptions like there are a lot of Hispanic people that think they are white, so they dislike black people just as much as some white people do. Yeah. Like, I grew up with uh, one of my good friends. He His family's Hispanic. He was like, my parents love you, but, like, if I brought home a Hispanic girl, like, they'd be very – I mean, a black girl, because he's Hispanic. They'd mm. be very upset. They don't view that as, like, we're right. Stuff. Also, like I said earlier, china they're very racist like there are several other countries around the world that have that same belief like darker skin is not beautiful it's not good like get rid of it it's trash it's thug it's like if people truly think it's only an american thing i'm yeah. sorry yeah or a prime example in europe i was in berlin and i got on the train you know germany like certain parts of germany there's not a lot of you know black people there so like i was the darkest person there like mm-hmm. and like just being on the train station they were looking at me like i was like a foreign animal like they, <laughs> all eyeballs were on me and i was just like have y'all never seen a black person before yeah man um let's see what's gonna say uh do you think it's maybe just a your uh you know the the more of there okay let's see the more of something there is like let's say mex like mexico obviously it's like full 90 percent of just like mexican they see people that are not like them and then they just look down on them it's i think it's just maybe just as simple as that like i do think it's just as simple as that but it's also like it's like now, a territory like, thing. It's weird. Yeah, like now that like here in America, like, you know, like segregation ended in like 1964, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And now people of color are starting to educate themselves more and give themselves more opportunities, which means like white people have less opportunities because it's becoming a more competitive society. So mm-hmm. like now the way that they discriminate besides like right now, you know, like is by economics. It's like, you know, a lot of like white America's is twice as rich as black America. So it's just like, okay, like we're going to move in places where y'all can't afford. And now some of these African-Americans are going to be successful in affording it. Like, they don't like that. They don't like like them being successful. Mm-hmm. But like um, it's just it's always a new loophole to find yeah. or put somebody down. Yeah, I think it's just more polarizing here in the U.S. too, just because like we had a whole war over it, mm-hmm. and um, maybe and also maybe because you know the U.S. is kind of a melting pot, like mm-hmm. uh would you say that us is like a top five country of just like we have everyone uh, yeah like, because like we have everybody because we number one with the american dream like you know like there's still a lot of opportunities here to be had a lot of people literally suffer suffer to get here so they can make a little bit of themselves um does any does oh go ahead Going good. Uh, does any other country have three groups of at least fifteen percent? That's big. Like, right. <laughs> um, kind of like this. I know the countries like U.S. is like fifteen fifteen percent black, something sixty ish, sixty seventy percent or sixty five ish percent white, twenty five Hispanic. I'm really just estimating right now. Right. Um, but off the top of my head, I can't, I don't know. I don't know enough to like speak on like the population, but like if I were to guess, I would probably say like, no. Cause like, I think like, you know, like Asia, I'm like, okay, like where are all the people groups at? Like Europe, like I just think of like white people, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I, I don't, I don't know if they at least have 15%, but like here, you know, we have like religious freedom in the first amendment. We have like, you get to pursue whatever you want if you can afford it, basically. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the government really doesn't tell us what to do whenever, like, it comes to, like, jobs. They don't really, like, control us. So, like, we just have a lot more freedom than other countries do. Yeah. Um, and to make it worse, I mean, we are very tiny of a country compared to, like, China, other Canada. Yeah. Not that. <laughs> big like so it's like all that to say we just have so many views of everyone we're just and so it's almost like expected sadly that we're gonna have like feuds of just clashes and yeah it's a uh, you know the ones you say is kind of big part of that yeah i think like for me like when i think about like george floyd or anything it's just like why can't you just talk to some why why number one why do you think that you are above somebody else just because of the color of your skin number Mm -hmm. two why can't you just talk to a fellow human being like they're a fellow human being and stop talking to them like they're animalistic like they're a dog and like lastly it's just like you know, I always, I'm no perfect human being. I sin, I have a whole lot of flaws. But yeah. I always try to be considered and think about, like, all right, if I know this would upset me or this would make me feel some type of way, 
why would I do that to somebody else? But like, we don't yeah. think about it anymore. Cause like we're very materialistic, individualistic. It's all about me, but it's like, you know, as a police officer, like your duty is to like serve and protect others and be fortunate to go home to your family at the end of the day. So why don't you want somebody else to go home to their family at the end of the day? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and how can you sleep with a conscience knowing that you murdered somebody? Yeah. I, I don't know. I wouldn't. So, I, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a wild world out there. Um, what the hell? Oh. What happened? They, they, they riding out there in the streets. <laughs> they are. No, I just saw a pickup truck. <laughs> I just saw this like really tall looking dude just standing on the like the end of the F one fifty. Yeah. Just looking. <laughs> okay, he, he, uh, he, he said he said where they protest where they protesting at today. I'm trying um, to pull up. There's always a couple trucks filled with just junk and they always like look at our trash trash and recycle. You know. I, they're just trying to like find steal not steal but like borrow things well, you <laughs> for themselves you don't borrow something out of trash can <laughs> but I get it I like the efficiency um uh yeah I mean I don't what else is there to say about this you have any comments last second nah man I feel like we covered it all <laughs> um Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really hard to like, not hard, but just like being on social, like Twitter, because it's everywhere you go, like on social media now, which is good. But like, yeah, it's, it's hard uh, seeing that video over and over. It's like, ugh, it's, it's uh, good, but tough to carminalize, car car, 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 whatever. Um, what else? That's it. Um, let's see. Well, I saw. Hold on. I saw a good question. I wanted to ask you. Let me find it right quick. I. I will answer. Yeah. Um. I like how the next topic. Oh man, everything is about racism this week. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I was gonna ask okay. about Biden. Oh my god. Oh, we'll talk about the next. Uh, <laughs> okay. Here, here's my question. It says, "Imagine the world today if there's no social media. Is it better or worse, and why?" Uh, it's worse because we can't see everything. It's a more aware, it's, it's better for like social issues, duh, like for sure. And, um, yeah, I think it's better, um, for social issues, especially the only time it gets worse is if, is when it gets like malicious, uh, like how it kind of is now, huh? Like when it kind of gets like malicious, like it, it kind of is now. It's like social media is being used like as a hateful platform at the current moment because of yeah. all the events. Mm-hmm. I guess that side of it, but it's just more awareness from it. So, what did you think? 
That's a simple question. Um, I I agree. I do think it gets worse because now we are able to put a a name. We're able to like um like these basketball players say like put an address on it, like you know put a name on it, put a face on it. Yeah. Um, I do think it's worse because I think now people don't really know how to deal with their own personal problems, so they just blur it out and you know vomit on social media. And I don't think that's very healthy in general. But I understand why people do that because they may not have the support at home. However, I do think if we didn't have social media, we would never know about a Trayvon Martin, a George Floyd, like all these like issues and all these things that our parents' generation didn't get to see. If you could, you imagine if they had social media? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like. You know, like you know our parents grew up like right during the segregation era could you imagine if social media was present during the segregation era mm-hmm. it's been wild i mean that's like with any era like just they would have been like hey pull up at this place because they tell them all blacks can't enter here and they would have burned it or something you yeah. know yeah go ahead it's so, like my mom she used to tell me um as a girl um they started segregation obviously so like the way the theater worked was the whites could sit on the bottom level and the blacks had to sit up top in the balcony. And she said that they would be like so petty to the whites because like, you know, racism was still prevalent. They couldn't like yeah. sit at the bottom and they would throw popcorn and juice on the white people and like stuff like that. Like how like petty it was. <laughs> it's like how bad it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely social media back then would have evolved this process. Um, I mean, back to when I, back to the saying of like, everything's just being recorded now. So it's like, like, you already know, like with this situation, every white cop who pulls up on a black person is, is hypersensitive. It's just like all for like, just, yeah, all crazy, which is good. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's how it should be. I feel like, uh, Hmm. Uh, I saw Chris Rock. I mean, I've Chris Rock that joke of like uh, pilots can't just like crash an airplane and be yeah, okay. Uh, I know, yeah, I know someone. It was like um, it was some, yeah. he was like um, basically he was like some jobs lack more attention to details than others he was like you can't be american airlines and be like you know most of my pilots can land the plane like <laughs> it's like, it's like no like that's not how it works yeah um let's see yeah uh it's the police academy okay so is it easy to get into because there's uh, is it easy? Because, you know, this whole supply, supply demand thing. I feel like a lot more people would want to be, like, pilots than, like, police officers. I feel like police officers, not many people want to be. Right. Because of, number one, the reputation that they have at the current moment. Number two, like, your life is pretty much in danger every day. It's like yeah. you know, survival of the fittest type thing. And three, like, it's just hostile, you know? 
and it's and it's draining because you basically have to be on your p's and q's and on your tiptoes your whole entire shift because if you slip up one time you could be like oh i'm just like on a regular traffic stop and you just like get out your car and then they'd be like pop pop you're dead you know mm -hmm. you have to always be on high alert just a stressful job yep um but i think that's why it's easier to be a police officer because it's so like demand or you know you know what i'm saying like yeah, there's not many lot. people out there yeah there's not a lot of people that want to be a police officer so i was like oh you're interested i ride in a cop car tonight you know um i mean you were in a cop car for a night i went on a ride i was just curious like because i want i'm always one of those people you know i like both perspectives both both point of view so i was just yeah. like you know like let me as an african-american male go on a ride along with one of my good friends who's a white cop and yeah. i saw drove to fort worth at three o'clock in the morning because his shift started at four uh that was the worst and I literally just sat in the passenger seat all day and did like what he did, like everywhere we went. Like our first call, I remember it was a guy who was like, I, he had to be drunk or high. In the and he was just like chilling. And I remember Trey, who was my police officer friend, he went over and the guy had his hands in his pocket. So first, you know, like that was saying like hands kill people. So they made him like identify his hands. And then he was like, and he wasn't speaking a lick of English. Like, he was speaking straight <laughs> ebonics. Yeah. And so, like, I asked him to leave. He was parked in a handicap spot and didn't have a handicap sticker. So, Trey had to write him a ticket because he was not, like, obliging with, like, authority. And then we went on about our business. We got breakfast. And then uh, I forgot what the second call was. Um, and then, anyway, second call happened. And then we got a random call that there was a shovel in the middle of the freeway. So, we had to get the shovel out the middle of the freeway. Um, and then oh, one, one, one call there was like a few between like a 16 year old kid and his mom and it was like a straight like trap house like he knew like some mm -hmm. stuff was, was going down up in there and like this little boy he was like crying so we had to put him like in the back of the police car we talked to his mom his mom was like his mom was awful she was like no nah, y'all need to take that kid somewhere I don't want him I don't want him like, yeah like, like he is so bad like, I mean, he had behavior issues, but, like, his mom definitely didn't help. How old was this kid? This kid had to be, like, at least between 14 to 16. Oh, wow. Dang. I was, I was, I thought you were, like, saying six or seven. I was like, mm -hmm. dang, 14 to 16, that's a grown dude, almost. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, she, she was just like, no, nah, y'all need to take him to, like, rehab or, like, something like that, and, like. I would, he was like kind of getting like in Trey's face. He was like, "She lying, she lying." And Trey was like, "Go sit, go sit now." And like it was just, I, I thought he was gonna take, I thought he was gonna take off running. I was ready to chase after him. I was like, "I want to, I want to be the little, the little hero of the day." You know, a little black man chases down a little, a little white kid. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting on my shining moment, but it didn't happen. Wait, was this a white? Was a white mom and kid? Yep. Interesting. Uh. In this ride along you did, was there one moment where your heart like sank because you, you kind of got scared a little bit? Definitely. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I forgot. I remember the second call now. It was a domestic dispute. 
There are two domestic disputes. Oh, you heard domestic, and you're like, oof. Uh, well, I don't know about this. <laughs> and so, like, and this Trey always he told me he's like, you can get out the car, but you cannot get it get in front of me. You have to stay behind me at all times. And so, the first domestic call is between a here we go. It's between a black male and a white female. Mm. And I was just like, I was like, oh, here we go again. Anyways, so. It was actually between the two sisters, but the brother was, or the black guy was like packing up the car and like all sorts stuff. So Trey went in. And I didn't want to go inside this house because I was like, I don't know. But the lady was naked. She, so he was like, he was like, could you put on some clothes? And like they were like talking and they hashed it out. Then the next call it was another domestic. There were two domestics. I remember now. It was a husband. He thought that his wife was cheating on him, and so he became insecure and he like locked the wife out the house because they had like a child he's like he's cheating so trey goes up to the door to talk to the husband like will you let your like wife back in he slams the door in trey's face and trey was triggering i saw him like he was pissed and so like we had like helped that but he would not let this lady he's like she could sit in the garage she can have the juice in the fridge but she's not allowed up in here juice in the fridge (laughs) he he, he was an insecure male i did not like him dang Hmm. Yes, my heart. Anytime there's a domestic call, my heart automatically says. <laughs> wow. Um, were you riding in like the pat, like the shotgun seat? I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I was. I was not gonna be the. <laughs> what kind of dumb question is that? I was not gonna be the talking black. No, that's funny. That's funny. For a second, I don't know why, but I thought you were in the back, <laughs> the police car, <laughs> just riding. <laughs> um. Yeah, nah. Uh, it does not, not look fun back there. It's like a metal like seat, like a metal bar, and it looks very tight. I was like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Is that it for my night? You only went once, right? Yeah, because first of all, I got there, and his like boss, whatever you want to call him, he made me go to Walmart and buy khaki pants because you have to wear khaki <laughs> pants because I had on shorts. He was like, you can't do that. And then he realized I have like my, my license to carry. He was like, mm. he was like, Joshua, like, do you have your CDL? I was like, yes. He's like, do you have your gun on you right now? I was like, no. He's like, good. He's like, can I check? And I was like, bro, I looked up my shirt. <laughs> Did Trey not tell you like to wear khakis? He didn't think it was a big deal. Oh, no. Yes, it was. I guess uh, it was. It was uncomfortable, that whole shift. You should go on another one. I do. I do want to go on another one. Mm. should go, yeah. Uh, I should go on a Houston one because I feel like that would be more wild. Oh, yeah. These people out here are crazy. Because Trey's in, like, the Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. You know where in Fort Worth or, like, so is it straight up? He- I think he patrols South Fort Worth. He mm. rotates between North Fort Worth and South Fort Worth. Ah, uh, South Fort Worth. And he says South Fort Worth is not the greatest area. Mm-hmm. I think their, like, Oak Cliff is called Stop Six. Um, Stop Six. That's, that's yeah, so fit. That's what it is. <laughs> I was heard about that. That is that's so fit. At first, I was like, that sounds like a train stop um but yeah i don't i don't know um, sounds like a 
It sounds like a stop on Fortnite. Where are we meeting, boys? Stop. <laughs> B. Um, what else? Um, Do people still play Fortnite? Yeah. For, like, memories of, like, back then. Well, it's not, like, as – it hasn't oh, – I was – I mean, it's done peaking. It's like still, it's still relevant. I mean, it's still like it's, a thing. It's still, it's, still, it's still constant, but it's not on the rise, and it's not on. The yeah, it's not on the rise anymore. It's, it's like barely declining. Um, I mean, the Travis Scott thing like really kind of brought up a little bit back. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I know this happened last week. But what do you think of the Biden stuff? You ain't black if you vote Democrat, but I mean, I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I watched. I, I watched the interview. Why? Why did you have to go? Number one, you're a Democrat. You're more than likely going to get the majority of the black vote. Just yeah. Not. So why do you have to go out of your way to say something like that to potentially mess up what you got going on? Like it, it didn't make any sense to me. And it's like. That's not fair because it's like, all right, if you're going to say that, then you got to say, like, if you you thinking about voting between, you know, Trump or me, like, you ain't white because, like, you're Republican, like, because most white people are Republican. So it's just like, why? Like, he really fumbled the bat. Yeah, it's one of those things you just – everyone knows. Keep to yourself. Don't say it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Because, um, like – you know, people were kind of responding to that, like, oh, this is, like, the hor- worst thing ever. But I'm still voting for Biden. Like, it, it's, like, that's what, like, people were saying. It was just unnecessary. Um, but uh, one thing I will say, I'm glad Charlemagne got that interview. I, like, I love Charlemagne's interviews. I mean, it's kind of why, like, Joe Budden, uh, they keep it straight to the point. They go straight to the point. Um, but yeah, Joe Biden, Biden was like, uh, he was saying like weird things. He, his, uh, cadence was weird. Did you like notice that? Like, but why he, why he come approach the screen like that? You yeah. ain't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just like, wow. Like his, del- his delivery is an F an F. Like he's gotta know, like Fox News will take that clip and like drown it. Like, well, <laughs> they're gonna use that clip forever. <laughs> like you know um, the saying, you know the saying, give somebody an inch and they run a mile with it. Mm-hmm. That, that's what they're gonna do. That's an, that clip's gonna be in the Fox News history book. Um, yeah, definitely. You know but, Trump's gonna Trump's gonna use it at the debate. Exactly. You can't give Trump any ammo. He's <laughs> He's gonna use that crazy. Um, that's gonna be his conclusion sentence, like every debate. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty pretty wild. But um, with everything going on right now, I, there's a theory of uh, of Biden definitely picking a black female as a vice president. I've thought about that too. I, th- I, th- I always thought he was going to choose a female, but now I definitely think he's going to choose a black female. And there's, the streets are saying 
rumblings of Kamala Harris. Yes. Cool. There was Either the her. other lady was uh Stacey Abrams. No, uh, not it, it was like just straight up female. Uh, it started with the K. Kobolovsky. Kob- oh, she, she's the uh, I think senator from Minnesota. Oh, okay. Yeah, it starts with the K. That would uh, be fitting, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it was like she was one of the favorites, but with all this mess going on the past couple weeks. Um, I mean, I would not blame to have Kamala because like, I'm just looking at this from a strategic standpoint because like, that's something Republicans aren't like fond of. So it's like, this is y'all's time to shine. Like, this is y'all's like role. Like this is y'all's thing. And so it's like, hop on that, like get that trend. Um, because the last time I think the Republicans had like a woman like running for vice president it was like when John McCain chose Sarah Palin. Oh yeah, and we know how that worked out. <laughs> yeah, I think that was like uh, trying to get or uh, a little progressive on their side, I guess. Um, let's see. Yeah, so that yeah that happened like last week at the time. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was actually after the. Our last episode, I got on YouTube. I was like, Charlamagne is interviewing Joe Biden. <laughs> it's like, when did this happen? Um, but I would love to see like Trump at the Breakfast Club interview thing with Charlamagne. <laughs> Charlamagne, Charlamagne would have a, you'd have a field day with him. Exactly. Um, yeah, that that would be must watch TV. Uh, but yeah, I saw that. I think. I bet like Kamala would be the vice president. Um, uh, you might know something about this. I don't know, but uh, I thought there's something that's being created that no one's talking about right now. The whole Trump social media bill situation. Have you seen any of this? Like, I briefly heard of. I have no idea what it is, but I feel like it's important. And I feel like it's kind of like really important actually, because it's like a free speech platform. Um, it's really I think it's like cracking down on like fake news, but like what's really fake news? So it's just you talking about the whole like how he's like upset that Twitter fact checks him. I think so. Yeah. So like now he's like trying to make like a. Um what do they call it? Oh, executive order about, like, you know, free speech on social media. It can't there be we go. Which, I feel like that's really important that no one's really kind of speaking on. Am I uh, wrong, which, right? <laughs> which, which, which way do you sway? I have no problem oh. with... I don't have no problem with Twitter fact-checking us, because, like, at the end of the day, you're putting out information there. Like, you need to put out true information. Yeah. Um, fact check. What do you mean? Like we tweet something, and if it's not right, it gets deleted, or something. No, it, it gets it gets fact checked. Like it's like, hey, like in this tweet, like for example, if I was to say like Joshua Barnes is twenty nine years old, and they like fact check and be like, false. He was born in nineteen ninety seven. He's twenty three years old. Like, <laughs> fact check. It's like there'd be so much goofiness too on that side but uh 
but the serious side of uh, interesting. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's good, but I feel like I want to, I want to read the, the, the tiny details, the small print, you know, um, let's see what else, what else, um, uh, since we're just on the racism train here, uh, podcast today racism this is whatever uh i saw this today or like this past week this always happens to every celebrity ever i don't know it shouldn't but i feel like it'll die out in the next 10 20 years there's always a celebrity that people find old clips of them doing blackface yeah this past week was a. Uh, it was jimmy fallon i didn't really the, the i feel like he's this happens to him every year. I think he was did it for a skit. Mm-hmm. But like, why was that ever a thing? That's terrible just to begin with. <laughs> That's what I think about that every time. Like, like who's who? Yeah. Who was posted up and was like, hey, let's put on this black, this black face mask. Hey, let's go. Like, That's what I think. I'm like, who said, yeah, literally paint your face black or body black? I don't know. There was that movie, I'm Horrible at Movies, the Robert Downey, was it Tropic? Oh, I'm going to get Tropic oh, Thunder? Tropic Thunder, yes. So Robert Downey had, like, blackface. Yeah. But, like, it was okay, apparently. Right. I don't know why it was okay. I don't know. Literally any details of this movie. Do you know anything about? No, because I heard somebody bring it up the other day, but I've never seen the movie, to be honest, so I can't speak on it. Because I think they actually asked Robert Downey this, like, would this movie be okay now? And he was like, I don't think so. (laughs) It's just, I think it's just our generation thing. We just kind of judge other generations. I'm sure, like, the next generation, they're going to be judging us on some things we just don't know right now. yeah, it's a, it's a very, but yeah, I was just like, this look at blackface. I'm like, this is just a weird concept that I don't know why it was a thing. Um, but yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon, it was on Twitter for like three hours, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see, you got anything <clears throat> pressing? Let's see. Nothing is big happening in the sports world, really. Besides, like baseball fighting over like pay. Um, yeah, I saw that. Saw something where like Colin Murray made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, nothing really. I, I saw like the NBA is supposed to like possibly come back like late July, early August. Oh, what's your thoughts on the whole reseeding instead of doing East West going one to sixteen? Uh, um, I don't think it's going to happen this year, but like, well, I think it's like a thing they've always wanted to do. Right. So I could actually see them doing that this year if, no, if this, any of this goes through, because yeah. especially since everyone's going to be one, two locations, it's a perfect right. time to just be like. Experiment. What happens um 
NBA is not happening. I, mean, I literally keep telling it's not happening. Do you think it's actually going to happen? I think it's going to happen later in the summer. I just there's, – They're too invested in the season. There's too much good basketball to be played. Like, even if – okay, even if they reseed, I feel bad for the Raptors because I have to face LeBron in the second round and RIP them. But, right. like – like the possible conference finals would be the second round would be Lakers Raptors, but the con- the conference final, the semifinals of this would be Bucks Celtics Lakers Clippers. If you put it in like the one through sixteen form, right okay. Yes. Wait, you said Lakers Clippers in the Bucks. in the semi Celtics. Oh, okay, it literally just be West East again. Um. Hmm. Do you know who the Mavs would play? The Clippers in the first round. So rest in peace. Again, still? Yes. What? Either way, we have to play the Clippers. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're out. Um, <laughs> I'll give y'all six games. <laughs> um. I mean, if there is like this weird thing, this playoffs, there's gonna be so many weird results. I feel like. Like, like I don't think the Clippers or Celtics will make the – no, the Celtics would definitely not make it. Just because of the rust and, like, just the weirdness of this season, I feel like there would be some weird matchups going on. Um, but I'm just like – Man, it's gonna be a weird playoffs. The way they're like talking about it, it's like it almost feels like a camp, like yeah. summer camp in Orlando, playing yeah basketball every day, AAU style. The Nuggets in the second round would have to face the Bucks. Weird. Um, but yeah, the whole just the whole reseeding in general. I feel like they would do it just because they want to do it in the future very soon. Mm-hmm. It's something they've always talked about. Um, but do you like the reseeding? Actually, I'm, uh, I'm against it. Hmm. Mm. I, feel like it, I feel like it makes teams pass. Teams that have earned the right – because, number one, there's only 13 teams in the NBA currently above 500. But I think the teams that have earned the right to have the best record, you make their paths a little harder. The teams with the best record, mm-hmm. it makes their paths a little harder? Yes, because like, think about it. So like right now the Lakers would face Memphis, and then they'd face the winner of the Jazz versus uh, Oklahoma City if they played West-West. But if they do the reseeding, they go from – they still played Memphis the first round, and then they would play – the Raptors, and then the Clippers, and then have to face the Bucks. I feel like that's kind of unfair. They play the Raptors in the second round. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, they would have to go through the Raptors second round, the Clippers potentially in the conference final, and then beat the Bucks, possibly in the NBA finals, compared yeah. to be, beating Memphis, the Jazz slash Rockets, the Clippers, and then the Bucks. Yeah, that's true. Um, it would – I think it would make for a 
tougher second round matchups. Right. Lakers would have a field day with, with what, the like Magic in the first round. They they would play no the Magic would be with the Bucks. They would play the Nets. Yes, they would. They play the Nets. That'd yep. be so funny if like Kyrie. Kevin came back. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. Uh, what do you think of Dane Lillard comments? Man, I don't want to hear nothing about Dane. Oh, I don't some... care. Like that's a thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> such a non-story. But also, um, they've also talked about what's your opinion on this? They were talking about doing like a uh, FIFA World Cup style of uh, playoffs, where you know, like they put four teams in four groups. Each group plays each other once. Then the top two teams of the group advance to the knockout stage. And so you go round to 16, and it's a one-game elimination all the way to the championship. <laughs> no, not the one game. Yeah, one-game elimination, no. No. Uh, but I see – yeah, first, let's just do the reseeding first before we do all of that. Um, I mean, I'm like um, – I used – the whole reseeding thing, the only thing I'm worried about is the whole tradition of it. You know, the East, the West. I like it, you know. But I get it. They want to, you know, to make it more popular. Um, I think they should just try to evolve. Because I know they're trying to be like soccer. Because I think basketball has a potential to be like, not a, not as big as soccer, but getting there. Mm-hmm. Because it's such a, like, cheapish sport which is how you know it's easily accessible um and it's more like worldwide like nfl no one cares about it outside the u.s not much but like Mm -hmm. basketball is very it's a friendly sport people like it so i think they should because i know they've been kind of looking at soccer because you know the whole um in-season tournament idea thing Mm -hmm. remember that idea Mm -hmm. so I, i get what they're trying to do so it's just going to be super progressive in the next 10 years. Um, especially with, I don't know, the end of when Braun goes out, helps get super creative. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it for basketball. Wait, so is Dane Lillard, are the Blazers even in the playoffs? No, that's why he's making oh, okay. it. <laughs> Oh, okay. He's mad because he doesn't want to play the meaning in the meaningless games. But this is the same dude that complained right before the lockout. He was like, "The the Trailblazers had lost like on a very controversial because he's like, we're in the middle of the playoff run, like we're trying to make the playoffs." It's like, okay, if they give you those twenty games back, you're not going to play because they're meaningless. Whenever you're like, you're not that far out of playoff contention. It's just like you got to play better. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I think it's like five games. Right? It's like five regular season games. And then, yeah, I really just, I don't even know how far back they are. But if they're like one game back, then maybe. But I, I get what he's saying. If they're like just not even sniffing the playoffs, then, yeah, I wouldn't want to play either. Um, let's see. Uh, 
what else? Uh, oh, like this whole week, I was like overthinking so much about, yeah, we're about to end, but uh, yeah, I was overthinking about so much about this class situation. I was gonna take nine hours this summer. Mm-hmm. Like two of two of those three classes were gonna be all of June. Mm-hmm. And then that third class is half, because it's, the third class is June and July. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna take like seven and a half hours in June itself. Mm-hmm. And like the dean or like the, the dean emailed me, he was like, I don't think you should do it, blah, blah, blah. Especially because one of the classes is a class I took in the past spring. Mm-hmm. But I didn't make a I made an okay grade, but I was like, I could make a better grade. So yeah, I think overthink about silly things. So I eliminated that class. I'm out of there. So it's just, just like I can do it. You know, it's like, but like sometimes it's, you shouldn't push yourself, but I don't know. My mind is a, my mind is good at like, yo, this is too much for you. We're going to make you sad until you've removed this class. You know that. So are you, are you just going to take that class in the fall? I just, I don't, I'm just not going to take it then since I already technically took it. Hmm. We'll see. Well, you just, uh, so, so you're solely only taking it just to make a better grade, even though you made a passing grade. You just want to yeah. do better. Yeah. But why? Dean made a good point of of um you don't want that to affect your other two classes, you know. Right. But then I brought the point because this is my um, order, I just I just overthink because I have great points myself. <laughs> but they also have great points. I'm fighting with myself. That's why, because both of my sides are cap great points. <laughs> but um, because um, the third class, I was gonna have the mentality of, okay, I'm not going to try. I'm just going to just take the exams. You know, they're all lotteries to me. All the exams, they're just like, if I get an A, hey. If I get a D, hey. That's just like how it is. So I was gonna be like, okay, if I am doing horrible or the same halfway through the class and I was just going to drop it right then and there and then focus on the two classes that I have to do good at. But then I was just like, just don't worry about it. Cause like, I'm just worried about like, I'm not in any horrible academic trouble, but I'm not in any great shape, but I'm in that like middle part where I'm like, you know, let's see, hey, you know, I'm, you I'm that, flirting you, with it. You in that George Bush sees get degrees category. <laughs> that what? That George Bush sees get degrees. Oh of yeah, so I'm I'm flirting with it. I just want to be hundred percent hundred percent sure. But colleges are very understanding. They they're understanding if you're not up to a certain point. Now if I'm like to straight up D's, yeah, they'll kick me out. But like I'm not doing that. So <laughs> it's like I gotta flirt with this middle line which I'm good at. So yeah, I'm just like doing away with that class and just, if they, I'm just glad that the Dean, like the whole, the big man, like the dude knows I was trying to be assertive. So 
that's good. You know, it, it, it just shows him in a weird way. So, yeah. So that's what I've been thinking about the last 96 hours. Um, but, yeah. All right. Last second topic. We're in, we in a whole pandemic and got racism going on. Yo, we are overthinking classes. What is wrong with <laughs> yep. you? <laughs> I'm not going to overthink about racism. I just know it's wrong. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh. It's just things I just see that I just I'm not wanting to see that racism is bad a thousand times. I know I read it the first time. Whatever. I what I'm tired. Um, what? <laughs> Last second comments. Um, Travis Scott released some song and he speaks Spanish in it. Thought that was interesting. Um, let's see. He's a feature though. Shout out to uh, John Stevenson. He become a a political activist all over, all over. Uh, oh, really? All over Twitter. Hmm. He uh, he edited Donald Trump and called him a coward. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he edited he edited Donald Trump on Twitter and called him a coward. That's hilarious. <laughs> <sighs> See, that's a tough line. The whole like activism route. Okay, let's see. Okay, um, are, you, are you gonna explain? You just, no, I'm just you I'm scared you, to talk about it. I'm scared to talk about it because it's like your FBI agents watching. Your FBI agents watching you. Yeah, like the six people that watch this podcast. Um, okay, I've seen this two. I've seen this like eight to ten times. Where a white person will type out some essay of like, this is bad. I can jog, but black people can't jog. And, and then I see like three, four comments of like, wow, I'm so proud of you. Thank you for explaining your white privilege. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, okay, do like, people see white people making a stance that like should be normal, should be a fact. And I, do other races find that, thank you for, um, accepting your role and yeah i think for me personally i don't want a white person to be sorry about who they were born like they were born white like you cannot control that i think it's refreshing to me to see more white people nowadays admit and accept they have privilege based on the color of their skin however they're not going to let that affect how they treat other people and they're going to stand with other minority groups that don't have that same voice and same power as they do because of their skin color. Mm -hmm. I do think it's a little cringy when people are like, do you want me to apologize for my ancestors? Like, I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you to do that, Karen. But um, (laughs) I just think if you see some injustice going on while you're outside in public or something, I feel like you're just as guilty if you don't do anything to stop it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... 
so yeah, no, so like if your friend if you were like if your friends or if you saw your friend <laughs> let's say I made a post saying white privilege, blah blah blah, and you commented saying, Oh wow, thank you. I'm like, you should know this. <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I get I, a bad thought to have. I, I, I feel like it's almost gotten redundant of like white people like explaining like the white privilege. Just like we get it. Like, what are you gonna do about it? Because what is this video gonna do for me, or what is this post yeah. gonna do? Exactly. It's the whole. Uh, have you ever heard this term, the the white savior? Term? Yes. So it's 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 kind of like that a little bit. So yeah, that's all. I don't. You know what I'm trying to say. It's, yes. I don't even like to make deep posts on social media in general. Same. Because uh, it's not real life. Like, literally, social media is another life and world of itself. Yes. I don't know. Like, this is just personal stuff. Like, I don't have, I don't have any acquaintances or friends where I judge like that are racist like one bit you know it's, so it's like i mean it's definitely a diff different perspective for me um but yeah it's just you shouldn't be surprised that your friends are not racist boom <laughs> like right right i think okay so like i agree with you but also like the same people that you can can consider your friends sometimes they will surprise you the most because you'd be like Wait, what'd you just say? Like, prime example. Like, you remember in, where were we? He went to Boston. Yeah, in Boston. In that lady's house, um, Alcott. Oh, the lady. Yeah. And, okay, so basically, for the people that don't know, so we went to Boston for our fall break in 2017, and we went to go visit this famous lady's house. And the tour lady is giving us, like, a tour of the room and a black girl behind me asked about a slave picture to the left of us. And so she explains it very well, thorough explanation. And then she's like, okay, like move into this room. So I'm in front and this black girl's behind me. And as I'm passing, this lady is like, wow, it's so good to see you. We don't see many blacks here. And I like look back and Shiloh's like right in front. And I was like, did you hear what she just said? <laughs> and then the lady behind me, she was also black. She was like, oh, wow, we don't see that hairstyle up here. And I was just like, it's so, like, cringy. Like, you wouldn't expect that from a tour guide. But it's just, like, the point is, like, your friends can have that same belief. They just will not express that to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I've seen, yeah, all types of posts on this thing. It, and it happens every time. Um. I mean, have you seen these posts? Like, some of these are like essays. Yeah, like some people, I'm just like, look, go write a book. <laughs> I like, I, whenever I have to press see more on Facebook or a post, I'm not clicking it. I don't want to see more. <laughs> I, I, they, need to, they need a button that says see less. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't, uh, gives it like a headache sometimes. Um, yeah, I uh, 
last second topic. You know that I have OnlyFans, but for guys? <laughs> All right, let's Whoa. end this. <laughs> oh, no, um, no, no, no. Yes, so in OnlyFans, because you know OnlyFans, like, majority women, of course. But men are getting into the game, which is crazy. You thinking about pulling up? I'm not going to pull up yet. If it gets desperate times when I'm, like, 32, you know, I might have to. But it's, it's some crazy act. I've never seen – I've never been on OnlyFans, just for the record. But there's nah, stories. You, huh? You are. You, you <laughs> no, are. I am not. Your, your guilty pleasure is OnlyFans. That's what you I want am to tell not. <laughs> That's what you wanted to tell the podcast today. <laughs> um, but there's guys that are actually, like, doing whatever you're imagining right now. They're doing that. Yes, whatever you're imagining right now, every crevice, action, simp thing, but they're getting paid for it. Simp? Oh, no, I'm out. Wait, what? You say simp. Soap? I said simp. Simple. Yeah, simp. Yeah, uh, no, I'm out. Like, just, just no, that I said thought. simple. Yes, yeah, just the thought of them doing the most. Uh, yeah. Holy fan. I don't want to go in detail, but uh, <laughs> I really don't want to say the word. But like the most generic guy sexual thing, people will pay a thousand dollars to see it. Like it's of course girls, well guys too, and yeah. So I found that out. I was like, wow, people like want to see that. I don't. I don't know. This pandemic is just revealing all types of colors. Um, literally. but <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's yeah, let's close this out. Um, uh, you got any last second comments? Um, man, shout out to summer 2020. We don't know what it's gonna hold, but it's, <laughs> it's here. It hasn't even technically started. Um, let's see. All right, song of the week. You got any? Bops. Uh we're gonna we gonna we gonna we're gonna honor you this week. Your your birthday's coming up. We're gonna play birthday song by two chains. Oh. And... <laughs> Ratchet and birthday. Ratchet happy birthday. That's for me. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm it's not. your birthday, baby. It's your birthday. It's your uh, birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got you. Um what song is that? Birthday song? Is that literally what it is? No, it's happy. Oh, you're talking about mine or yours? Yours. It's yeah, it's literally called birthday by two chains. And, yeah, okay. Yeah, literally two chains. Um I'm gonna say blindfold by Gunna and Lil Baby. The current they're like Drake and Lil Wayne to be honest. They're just like hits after hits after hits. You like do you do you like Gunna's new album? Yes. I do. It's a little repetitive, of course, but that's every album. Um yeah. Uh what else? All right. Shout outs. Yeah, shout out summer twenty twenty. Um wait, 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 wait. Did you just say Gunna and Lil Baby are like Drake and Wayne? Yeah, of course. Oh. Yeah, I was surprised I got through to you. I was like, wow, he didn't say anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it is. Pandemic's no, got pandemic. No, got it's no, it's no. twenty twenty. You gotta keep up. No. No, the pandemic has gotten to you. No. We haven't heard a Drake Lil Wayne track in so long. So I'm over them. So 
yeah, it's all gun and little baby. It's it's the future, the dynamic duo. We're gonna look back ten years from now and we're like, wow, that duo was nice. Um, yeah, so this was the racism podcast, man. Of course, that'd be black and white. <laughs> this what this what MLK died for. So it's all racism, nah. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, that's about it. Well, thank you for watching, listening. Uh, yeah, got any last second things? Uh, no, nah, Steven, Steven Savage made me point in a mountain and said racism ends over there. He lied. Oh, you know? <laughs> that's <laughs> he right. He, he All right. Shout out to him. All right. Peace. Let's see.